Hey, I'm Michael, online pastor at Silverdale Baptist Church, and I'm excited to welcome you to our podcast. Now, after you listen to this episode, I hope you'll stick around for just a moment. I'll be sharing about some resources we have for you, as well as a few things going on at Silverdale right now that we would love for you to be a part of. Now, I really hope this podcast is just what you need today to help you in your relationship with Jesus. February is Black History Month, and I'm honored to have a moment with my friend Kenny to talk about that. Kenny, one of my my joys in my ministry is being able to be a bit of a storyteller, to tell the story of what God is doing in and through the people at Silverdale. And I'm, I'm grateful for you that you would take some time to, to just share some of your story. So help me understand. Well, for me, I have to go back to my grandfather who grew up in Mississippi. And he grew up in a time that was bad. I mean, it was bad for him. But in conversations, he would say to me, always deal with people as individuals, never lump people in groups. So at an early age, he taught me that. So I I don't look at a group of people and, and look at them all as a certain way because nobody is the same. Even within a culture, nobody is the same. So I learned early that you just take people as they come. Therefore, that takes the stigma of the supposedly the, the white race from me because I look at you as an individual. Uh, and I go by how you treat me and how you treat people that I see you in, in communication with. So that draws a line for me. And I think in, in the vein of this being African-American month, or Black History Month, however you want to do it, is not so much of what happened in the past, but what are we doing now? How are we treating each other now? Because to respect me now, that means you respect the things that happened to me in the past or my culture in the past, not to me specifically. Do you feel like as a culture, we've, 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 we've made progress? Oh, yes. Um, one of the things my wife and I uh, started doing early after we got married and we started serving in church and everything. One of the things that we noticed, the most segregated time in America was Sunday morning, which is the time that we should more come together more than any other time. But you have all these different congregations that don't even recognize the other uh, other uh, color. So we decided to join, and we joined a, a church that was all white in Alabama. And and there was some pushback. There was people did not want us there. Hmm. But by the time we left, even now, if we visit, they say, when are y'all coming back home? Back home. Back home. I love that. So um, that means a lot. That's what we have to do. We, we don't forget the past, uh-huh. but you you don't you don't just hold on to it because you have to move forward. But we would be deceiving ourselves to say, or to feel, or to think, we've gotten there. We've gotten over our past. We're never going to ride till Jesus comes back. And one of the things that, I, I think I'm an outlier in this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, they're trying to get rid of a lot of the the uh, statues and everything from the Confederate War. And, you know, God told us 
don't remove the stones. You know, when they crossed the river and he said, leave these stones here so you can remember because you need to remember what happened or you will repeat the past. And I see him removing the stones. If you have no evidence of what happened, then somebody later on can rewrite history. And this never happened. Mm -hmm. So which is the sadder thing to have? Mm. So they try to do the same thing with the Jewish people. that They tried to say that the Holocaust never happened. Mm -hmm. So they built a museum about it in, in Washington, D.C. So no, you won't forget this. Yeah. This did happen. Yeah. So why do we want to do that to ourselves? Yeah. You know, some people might want to say, well, I just don't see color. I just respect you and you respect me and, and we can come together. But that's not exactly what you're saying. That's not exactly not, accurate, is not it? Not at all. Uh, fortunately, I, I had an opportunity to do uh, diversity and inclusion training in, in my history, uh, my work time. And one of the things that comes up a lot in uh -huh. that training. And here's the thing. If you say that you don't see my color, really what you're saying is you don't see my culture. So then if you say that you see me, you don't see me because my culture is a part of me. So to say that is, is wrong because you're not really seeing me. You're seeing the abstract that you want to see. And that's why when something is said or done and you get this negative impact, it's because you didn't take the whole thing into consideration. It's just like getting married and telling your wife, I didn't marry your family. I marry you. Right, which is so no, not true. That's not true. <laughs> if you get married, you marry everybody. Yes. So, because you become a part of, and it's the same thing relationships yeah. in, in, in uh, interaction between cultures. First, you accept me as the person that I am, uh -huh. and then you go into the culture aspect of it. Yeah. And it can be a learning thing. It doesn't have to be a negative thing. You know? So what's something that you would like to see next? You know, if you got to pick what we got right next as a culture where we where we came together and we saw some things straighten out. There's prejudice in everybody. And we have to you just have to learn to accept that. It it doesn't even have to be a conscious presence. It's just that you've you've heard something for so long or you've been around something for so long, it becomes a part of your psyche. And so a lot of times we will have a, and, and we might not even mean it to ourselves. You see a, a, a black person walking down the street and you might think, oh, let me go. Old. And you may not even understand why you want to get old. You just do that. And the same thing for me. I can see a group of white guys come down the street and I might think, whoa, I don't need to go between those because. So what we have to do is acknowledge that we have something in us that does that and then move on from there. And what that looks like is gonna be different for every person. I don't know what that looks like, yeah. say for you, yeah. or what you wouldn't know for me. I would like people just to do that. Yeah. Be real, basically is what I'm saying. So how does the Lord help you? Because I mean, when I, when I talk to you, you 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 always come across to me uh, with this, 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 this sense of joy and this sense of pleasure, but I know it has to be hard sometimes. So how does the Lord help you get through those moments when you feel racism or when you feel prejudice? Well, one, I know it's not going anywhere until Jesus comes back. It's one of the Satan's tools that he uses all his tools to the best that he can. And so I always think of it. I go to scripture, just like you say, it's certain things I, I think about. And and Jesus is, is, is the one that really does it for me because he, he says in John 17, when he prayed for us, when he, when he 
literally, it wasn't the Lord's prayer. It was him praying for mankind. And one of the things he said was that he did all these things he did in the world. And he didn't lose anybody that, Lord, that God had given him. And he said he did that because he wanted us to have his joy fulfilled in us. And so if I have the joy of Christ in me, then why would I let anything in this world get me down long term? I'm human, yes, I have my moments. Uh -huh. But at the end of the day, I can't lose what I don't own. That's helpful. He gave me joy. And see, that's the joy. Like, there's nothing in there that told me I was going to be happy. Happy is not in the Bible. His joy is. Yeah. And see, I cannot lose that. So whatever you do to me. And then he also says, don't fear the one that can kill your body. Fear the one that can kill your body and your soul. So the worst thing a person can do to me is send me home. So why would I fear that? So... I don't get upset because people do what people do. Mm -hmm. And I can't change that. But what I can do is change my response to what they do. Most of the time when people are being negative, they're trying to get a negative response from you. Mm -hmm. I've just satisfied what they were looking for. Mm -hmm. If I don't give them that negative response, they don't know what to do. So now I have an opportunity to tell them why I have joy. You know, Kenny, one of, one of my hopes with this video is to help people think. Um, number one, myself, right? Because I got to start here with what the Lord's doing in me and in my heart. Um, but to help people think, this, this is a real issue. Yes, it is. And so how, how I relate to you and how you relate to me as, as a black man and a white man matters. Mm -hmm. And we want to get that right before the Lord. We want to get that right between each other. So that's one of my hopes is just that this video would help people think. And so, you know, as we're, as we're wrapping this up, Kenny, um, what, what comes to your mind and what would you speak into that? Well, we consider this as, as unique in America, uh, but this has gone on forever, as long as the church has. Uh, early, the early church, the thing to divide was Jewish people and non-Jewish people, Gentiles, which we all are, uh, if you're not Jewish. And it was such a big thing that Peter, which one of the disciples, one of the better, as, as you would say, I guess, he had a problem with racism. So much so that Paul had to admonish him about it. When we get to heaven, it's gonna be heaven. It's not gonna be compartmentalized. So we're gonna do heaven forever. Yeah. So when are you planning on getting on board and treating everybody the same? Because that's the expectation that God has, that we're all the same at the foot of the cross. Yeah. So we should see people through God's eyes. If he could put up with the negative in my life, then we ought to strive to do that as well. We can't do it as God does it. Of course not. Sure. But we should try to do that. Well, I hope this was helpful to you. If while listening, you realized you need to take the next step in your relationship with Jesus, we would love to help you with that. 
You can connect with us by clicking the link in the show notes to our website and then clicking the Connect Card button. In our weekend worship services, we are in a sermon series called The Seven Commands of Christ. Jesus gave dozens of commands, and as followers of Jesus, we should obey all of them. Over the next several weeks, we are focusing on seven that will change your life. We would love for you to join each week at one of our campuses, or you can attend online. You will find service times by clicking the link in the show notes to our website. You know, there's so many ways for you to get involved and be a part of what God is doing here at Silverdale, and we really want you to feel welcome and a part. So please, stay connected. Be sure to like and follow us on the different social media accounts. You'll find all the links in the show notes of this episode. And lastly, help us spread the word about this podcast. Take a moment to share this episode with your family and friends. Again, we appreciate you listening and hope you will join us again next time.